Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello everybody, Janet Beckers here and welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio. I'm really excited today because I'm feeling like I'm super cool, kind of like rock chick today because I've got Steve Mastriani today who is about the rock star mind. So hi Steve. Hey Janet, thanks so much for having me. It's um, Steve and I met, we actually met in Puerto Rico, didn't we? So in Austin, in, at Travasa, yes. Yeah, yeah, like very briefly, quite about a year or so ago, which yeah. Steve reminded me because we just recently connected through a forum through a, a mutual friend, James Franco, and, um, and Steve was sharing this fantastic win that he had done. And I'll tell you what it was in a minute because I just thought, you know what, Steve, I have got to get you to come and share this with everybody that is listening. So um, can you just briefly say like what the share was, what the win was, and then before we go into the details, I'm just gonna introduce you a little bit and find a bit more of a backstory. No problem. Yeah, the win that I shared was that my new book, Practice Less, Play More, um, hit bestseller on Amazon in 30 categories across five countries and I did it all from idea to bestseller in only six weeks. Wow. That is just from somebody who has written, I've written quite a few books and also taken books to Amazon top, you know, number one. And I can tell you there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts involved in that. So when I heard that, it's just like, this is pretty astronomical what you have done steve so thank you really so we're going to dive into that today i've asked steve if he can share with us how did he do that and some really you know what things were important and what things didn't you worry about doing to be able to achieve something like that so we're going to go over and, and i want you to get ready to take notes everybody because you know you're going to get some great ideas on things that you can be doing in your business now, before we do that, because there's one thing to say, yeah, write a book, but that's kind of just something that is a message that is getting out there. I mean, the message comes from that, you know, there's the person behind it who has the message to share and why they are actually wanting to share that message. And so that's what I really wanted to dive into a little bit first with you, Steve, so people get to know you. And as everybody's listening here, I want you to also think about the way that Steve is sharing his message, his why, the reason he has his business and why he's doing it. I want you to think yourself, what about with me? How do, as, as much as I'm loving listening to Steve's story, how would I tell it if I was Steve and how that would relate to the future book that I might write? So there's my challenge, everybody. <laughs> so over to you, Steve. Um, first of all, who is it that you help and how do you do that? Yeah, so my, my audience is primarily guitar players. Um, I would say beginner guitar players, um, adult beginners, typically ranging from about 40 years old to even just beyond. I mean, um, I, I mainly focus on 
bucket list goals and helping people make, you know, those big rock star dreams come true. Um, I really love it when someone says, oh, but you know, my hands aren't this, or I was in a, in a musical family or whatever, and then just proving them wrong by, you know, blowing their mind. Um, I love helping guitar players. Um, guitar is one of the only things, one of the only activities that activates pretty much every part of the brain. So I also know there's so many other benefits to, to learning guitar. And so uh, guitar has been something, it's been a big part of my life for, for many, many years. And um, basically I started playing guitar because I kind of reverse engineered a whole plan, even as, as a teenager, where I wanted to travel the world. In order to travel the world, I knew that it would be um, more likely if I was with other people. And, um, and so to do that, I thought, you know, it would be fun maybe putting together a band in order to put together a band, I should write songs. So in order to write songs, I should probably learn how to play guitar. I was a drummer back then, but I thought, you know, let me pick up guitar and, um, and learn how to do that, how to write songs. And so one thing led to another and eventually, you know, band after band, I ended up getting, um, I, I started a band in, um, 2009, uh, called the Envy. And we were the first signing to Gene Simmons's record label called Simmons Records. Um, he was coming up to Canada to uh, scout new bands, and we were the first signing. Wow, that is huge! And for anybody that doesn't know Gene Simmons, like shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, this is this is Kiss. I, I was sharing with Steve just before we came on that. The very, I remember the very first time that I got up on the shoulders of a, my, of a boyfriend at a music festival and did the whole, yay, yay. It was at a KISS festival. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you, were you wearing the makeup? No, no. I okay. I was at that age where, you know what, the makeup would be cool, but, you know, it was more important that I looked hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, so that is, yeah, that's a pretty big claim to fame. And so first of all, like, just congratulations on excellence because, you. you know, you don't just get picked up by somebody like that because, you you know, you're showing potential. You know, you, you get picked up because you've already demonstrated excellence. So, and I just love this. Um, and this, this is something that I just picked up then from what Steve said. He didn't start from, I love music, I've played the guitar a lot, and then I just thought I would go further. I love the whole idea that you had a vision for how you wanted your lifestyle to be. And that vision was, okay, I want to travel and I want to do it with people, so let me reverse engineer. That's I love that whole idea because really that's what I'm, what I'm passionate about in business and we were talking about before, Steve is as well, that, you know, creating a business, doing stuff you love and creating the lifestyle. So I just love it. You did it right from the beginning. That's pretty Thank you. nice, actually. And, and that reminded me of something um, that, so there was the reverse engineering, which is kind of insane that I understood that back when I was like, you know, 12 years old, that I, I just felt like that. But um, one, one very important thing uh, a few years later, uh, when I was out of high school, was that I wanted to be a professional musician, obviously, because of um, the, that whole plan. And I thought, you know, there's no way that I'm going to be able to do that if I'm, you know, flipping burgers at McDonald's, um, as like, you know, a kid might, might do out of high school. And yeah. I thought, I have to have a guitar in my hand all day. Um, and in order to do that, 
in order to technically be paid to play guitar, first I started by teaching guitar. So back when I was, you know, 17, yeah. 18 years old, I started a guitar teaching business going house to house. And, um, and so I had a guitar in my hand all day. And that was the plan because if I was, you know, smelling like cheeseburgers when I came home and tired from all that, playing guitar and writing songs wasn't going to be as effective. So I kind of hacked away into, into becoming, becoming a professional so that all I was doing all day was guitar and writing songs and getting better at coaching, things like that. And you know what? This reminds me of the Beatles <laughs> um, with, you know, the 10,000 hours that's in um, Malcolm Gladwell's book. Yes is that the Beatles got to be so fantastic because they went to, I think it was Germany, where they had, like, you know, 24-hour clubs where everybody was was playing. And they went there and played and played, like, for hours every single day. And they went there because they wanted to be, you know, the experts. They wanted excellence. And it was getting exactly. those 10,000 hours in. So that's um, that was pretty wise, actually. So that's a really great thing to bring into your business, that if you're aiming to create a lifestyle business and you have to have excellence doing whatever, well, make sure you find a way of actually developing your expertise in that. There's so, so many ways. I mean, there yeah. are so many different ways to make money out there. And, um, and it might not be the, a straight line. It might not be obvious. Um, you know, you think a little bit outside the box. Um, and, and you could find something for sure. If I was able to, to make, you know, I would, I would have different pairs of jeans. And I remember because I was living at my dad's place that I would kind of forget, like I go into the closet and I grab a pair of jeans and I put my hand in my pocket. And I have like a wad of cash. And as a 17 year old, that, like I was rich, like 400 bucks in my pocket, I, you know, <laughs> that, that I forget about. That's like free money. Right. And uh, so there, there are ways to, to, to make money for sure. And that, that are in line with your, uh, your goal. I love it. That is, I mean, even, even if you don't remember anything that we've done to do today, which of course is not going to happen. That's one really, really good point is, you know what, if they're, if you're aiming for here, what can you be doing? That's going to, you can be making money. That's going to give you that expertise at the same time, like knock it over. That is, that is brilliant. So now let's move on because we're moving over to the business that you've created and the book. So we're leading towards the book. So one thing that I found really interesting is your book, um, and you've also tied it really closely with your business, is also has a link with cancer. So yeah. would you mind sharing with us how you've linked cancer with your yeah. book and why? Yeah, so I, and I know for anybody listening to that, it's like, you know, the story kind of jumps from some there's unexpected twists and turns and you know um this um this specific one is actually um this was the definitive moment in my life um you know obviously getting signed by gene simmons we um my band we we opened for kiss uh, across you know um north america and mexico we uh, played 34 shows with them and um there was just it was a crazy crazy time in my uh, my 20s and what happened was in uh, 2013, when we were making plans for you know what to do for the rest of the year, um, I got a phone call from my father telling me that he was just diagnosed with stage four colon cancer, and you know there was one of those moments where you just ever, like everything stops, right? Everything it's like in, in the movie, everything just just sort of stops. And in that one moment, I knew that my music career like pause. There's nothing like there's no way yeah, I calculated in that moment that if I were to continue, it would be unfair to my father, unfair to, um, to me, unfair to the band, unfair to the fans. 
there'd be cancellations like crazy. I just understood that in that one moment. And as, as hard as it was um, to, to make that sort of the, the decision um, to sort of to put that on pause, because we were, you know, we were on the way up. Um, I had to be there for my father. My father is the reason why I was mentioning before I played drums. Um, he's the reason why I play. He bought me the drum kit. He was always my number one fan. And, um, and so this was my turn to, to give back and, and to take care of him and be there for him. And, um, and so, yeah, cause I mean, stage four colon cancer, it's a pretty grim diagnosis and we didn't know what to expect. It was the closest thing that like, I've just never experienced that before. Um, so naturally I'm a problem solver and a coach. And so I wanted to make sure that I was there for him, um, inspiring him and, um, just finding any solution that I possibly can. And that's when I started my business, Rockstar Mind, because I couldn't sit around. I went, you got to remember, I went from, so my stage name wasn't Steve. Like, I mean, people know me in the music industry as Boyd. And so um, that was very hard going from sort of the, the, the alter ego, traveling the world, you know, hanging out with fans, signing autographs, playing big stages in front of tens of thousands of people every night, and then going to, you know, just some Italian kid at home every the same place all the time being steve you know um it it was just you know it was a bit of an identity crisis in a sense yeah um so i had to be creative i had to do something and so um you know years of coaching on and off tour started this business uh rockstar mind where really i was just learning marketing concepts and um and just getting you know helping as many people as possible and um and my dad was about to turn 60 and i just had this moment where I, I, I just saw everything happen. I had this guitar training and I was like, I'm going to teach people how to um, feel like a rock star. And at the same time, I had this sort of cathartic experience where I created this fundraising initiative called Void Cancer, which was um, is a tribute to my father. It was this, this, there's this video, a documentary I made um, that I, it was my father's 60th birthday gift. And, um, and basically the idea is that proceeds from everything that I make with uh, the guitar training um, proceeds will go to help new, um, create new programs for patients and caregivers uh, because that was the position that I was in. And I felt like if I can help other people, then, um, you know, it's just going to create a really, really, um, I just, I, I didn't know exactly what it would create, but I knew that it would be awesome. It would be helpful. It would um, educate people and um, both guitarists and people who have been affected by cancer. Um, I just knew that it was, it was what I needed to do. It was just one of those things that just something clicked and I knew that that's what I needed to do. And the thing that I love from that, and this is, you know, there will be times when, you know, you know, the people who are listening where there is something that happens in your life that is going to be one of those boom, you know, you know, sometimes it may just be a gradual awakening where you come to realize. And I love what you've done there, Steve. I love how you talked about the alter ego and then you've got like, you know, real Steve, you know, it's sort of like the Clark yeah. Kent type thing um, that, you know, you can, you can treat that as a reason why, oh, well, it was never meant to be, or I'm not going to succeed. It's a reason to give up and change what you do but I love what you've done there is sometimes those things that are that can be seen like they're the thing that's going to stop you that hugest obstacle can really drive your why in business and drive your creativity in business and that can be as simple as I was on the career path and I've had children 
that can be the why for you. It's I'm on the career path and you know what? I have responsibilities to somebody I love to be there. And so yeah, that can really drive your reason why in your business. So um, we'll, we'll flick over now and talk about the book. But before we do, if you can share, because I, I watched that documentary this morning and I was just like, I was applauding at the end, just there with me and the dog, because you know, it's, it is really, it's short, but incredibly moving. And, and it's also where people can go to get some information. So can you just share that URL for people? Yeah, so it's voidcancer.com, V-O-I-D, cancer.com. And on the page, it's just a very simple site. Basically, it's just the documentary. It's about five minutes. Um, I think it autoplays um, depending on your browser. You click that. You pretty much learn everything about me. You'll learn yeah, really why uh, my name, Void, why that, how that came about. It's actually... Um, it was pretty interesting and sort of this cosmic thing that, that happened. I was just yeah. I'm really, like interesting. Like I'm very grateful, um, especially being a coach that I can help other people based on some of the, the victories and the losses in my life. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, and basically the video, it'll, it'll um, kind of tell you the, the whole story. Yeah, um, the, and then, uh, you know, under there, there's a button that you click and then there'll be a few different ways that either you can contribute or you can, um, you can contact me. Um, the book um, and the album that I recorded. So the book that I wrote um, recently that we'll discuss and also the album that I recorded, um, I believe it was, wow, three, four years ago at this point now, um, all proceeds from, from those, 100% of the proceeds will be used for uh, new programs. So it's, I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, um, and I love also that, um, and we'll talk a little bit moment, you know, about, um, yeah, about that contact button. So we'll talk about that at the end as, as well. Yeah, so go and have a look at that because I just love that video and I loved all the stories behind the tattoos and how that, yeah, anyway, anyway we're not going to give it away. Everybody can go and have a look over there. <laughs> um, so now let's look over. I, I love that we've got the whole story here about you know, just your entrepreneurial mind and then your reasons why. And I just love how you saw this as your way of giving back. It was your turn to give to your dad. I just love that, um, you know, what integrity that shows truly and priorities. Now, if when you've got your business, so for you, you know, you've got this business where you've got programs that can help people, you know, I'm your total demographic, by the way. Yeah, you're playing guitar, Janet. I, I heard about this guitar. A little birdie told me that there's a guitar that's been sitting in in your in your room there for 25 years or something like that. Yeah, that's just unacceptable. That it's dusty, and I mean, <laughs> or that it's just there for show. That's a sidebar. Off camera, we're gonna take care of that. No problem. Oh, good. Yeah. Done. We were done. There you go. I will have to. Um, I'll have to stop playing the guitar on these videos. Love it. Yeah. Totally, totally your market. So, um, so now let's look at your book. So let's look at first of all, why a book? So this is if we'll, we'll approach this in your coaching, in your coaching sort of hat, is okay. So we've got six weeks to create a book. So we're going to look at what had to take place in order to make that happen. But let's first of all take the step of. There are so many ways that you can get your message out there. There are so many different strategies that you can be putting your time into. You can only do so much. So why a book? And why would other people be looking at using a book 
as part of their, their marketing mix? It's a great question. Um, and, and I think to really capture the, the sort of six weeks, the, the understanding kind of why that all happened the way that it did. And, um, just quick little aside is that my life is just about as chaotic as you can imagine. Um, this is where I, I teach and this is where I run the business. I'm inside my house right now and my wife and my daughter, um, who is now 13 months old, um, my, they were home for a full year. So in 2018, they were home every single day and I'm trying to run a business over here. I do, uh, you know, songwriting and production as well. And I do have um, a studio downtown that sometimes I go to, but it's just me and my wife here and we're taking care of our daughter. And so I made a conscious decision that in 2018 that I'm going to be here during, you know, the most you know, pivotal time in, in a child's life and also bond with my daughter. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing as a father, um, even though, you know, I had some audio books and stuff that I, uh, I listened to. And, but it was absolute chaos here. Anything business related was going to be a bonus. Like anything that was created, any asset that was created is going to be a bonus. And trust me, I've tried everything webinars and every method of delivery. Okay. And, um, and so what happened on December uh, 21st of 2018, you know, just as we're getting into Christmas, lightning in a bottle happened, like something just, I just got inspired to write a book. It was actually James Schramko had a podcast that I listened to. And there's another cosmic sort of situation where certain things aligned. And I just thought, Oh my God, I'm going to write a book. And in that moment, I understood that books are still so powerful. It's where I get a lot of my information, whether it's an audio book or, um, or written book, but the, basically the, the book, I just knew this was the method of delivery because I know my audience as well that they, um, they've asked me in the past, if I have a book, they have, um, because they're an older demographic, I know that they want to get away from the screen because a lot of times that's, that creates anxiety. So holding yeah. a book in their hands is something that they have and it's very intimate that they could read at their own pace. They can mark up. It's a very interactive medium, whether it's uh, ebook or paperback. And, um, and in that moment, I just understood all of that. So mm -hmm. I almost like blacked out. And next thing I knew, 20 minutes later, I have a, a little outline where it was sort of just a sort of okay. article. And, um, and so, and there was, this is the reason why I'm, I'm telling you all this is because number one, there's no right time to start a book. Like when you're, when you're inspired, um, you have to take hold of that. I've realized in my life, because I've gone through these two weeks spurts of learning something or, or being obsessed with something. And what I've noticed for myself is that after two weeks, it dies down. Like, um, and this was the worst possible time. Christmas was about to get started. Holidays, madness, New Year's, all the madness, right? And so I could have easily said, oh, I'm inspired to write a book. You know what? Let's put it off till the new year. You know what? Yeah, the new year. When, when everything comes down, I'm going to get to the book. Right. What I've learned is that inspiration does not work that way. Being obsessed with something, you have to dive in. And, and it doesn't mean that you have to like, you know, hibernate or anything like that, but dive in and make sure that every day and as much as you possibly can, that you hold on to that inspiration and that fire inside you because it will go away. You might not think it will, but it's not going to feel the same. I'm so grateful that I wrote the book 
um, last year um, in that time, in that short time, because um, if I didn't, I know right now, there's no way that like, I can't, I'm not going to write a, a book from scratch. My first book, the pressure of all this stuff, it's just not going to happen. So you have to hold on to that inspiration, ride the wave of inspiration and be obsessed with it during that time, especially in the first two weeks. It's crucial in the first two weeks. So what I did was I outlined just whatever, just got whatever out, like, uh, cause you know, um, books by experts are very, um, in some ways it's, it's much easier than if it was, let's say it was fiction because mm -hmm. there's things that you talk about with clients that you just get it on paper, like get it on the screen or get it on paper, just as much as you can. Don't judge, just write, just get yeah. it out. You're just in, in sort of purging mode. And, um, and then, um, what I did was I, um, so I, I did a detailed outline there or sorry, I outlined it just the first one. And then I bought a book on how to write a book. Um, because <laughs> I also want to leverage experts. I don't want to like, love it. My, I wanted to make sure that I got this book done before the new year, like, which is absolutely crazy. December 21st, I'm inspired. And like December 22nd, um, all I have is like sort of a short little outline and I read, I'm reading this book. Um, what was it? It was book in a box, uh, which is now called describe method by Tucker Max. And I just, I wanted to get as many ideas as possible to, to write. And, um, and so December 22nd, that happened. And December 23rd, I write a detailed outline. Yeah. December 24th and 25th is Christmas. Boxing Day, I start writing the book. And um, oh, by this time, I had a, a detailed outline. And all that means is just basically, you know, first, I kind of, you know, here are some sections that the main sections that I want to talk about. Not thinking about this is for sure, just staying in dreamer mode. Stay in dreamer mode. Get it out there. You're still holding on to that, uh, that inspiration and you're um, still just, you're not judging. You could always edit later, but you have to get stuff out there um, onto paper or on the screen. And um, so yeah, Christmas happened and <laughs> December 26th, I had a crazy thought in my head that, okay, I'm going to start the book. Anything is going to be good because it's going to be tangible. And um, I designed the cover as well. I designed a cover and I made, um, again, it didn't have to be perfect. I just had to get it on there because if I had a cover, then now the book is real. Uh -huh. I even made like those 3D outline or 3D mock-ups. So I saw the book. It's like a little mind hack. And clearly, you know, my company's called Rockstar Mind. Like I, I yep. study a lot about like how the mind works and everything. You have to make it tangible. You ha it has to be real. And you went, you did enough work where there's an outline and you write a little bit, um, as much as you can in the, the first, um, you know, crucial little area, um, um, period there, but the more real you can make it, then you're hooked in. Then you actually start feeding the fire a bit. So that two weeks doesn't dip anymore. Now what's happening is you get a little boost because, oh yeah, I've got an, I've got a, an outline or I've got a cover or, you know, you're giving a little, a little boost little so results, yeah. momentum going, right? Yeah. And then I literally, I, I actually, I know how I did it, but I also don't know how it happened where I finished the book in five days. I wanted to make sure that by the 31st, uh, New Year's Eve, this book was finished because I did not want to go into 2019 having to write this book. My mother-in-law was moving in from Italy. Um, my wife was getting ready to go back to work. My daughter going to daycare. January was an insane month. So I wanted to make sure that the book was done. So deadlines, obviously very important. It's like all the things that I've ever learned about success all kind of converged. And in five days, I had, I had a book, I've been, uh, 11 chapters, 256 pages done. 
I was going to ask you that, how many pages? The thing that's come from here that there's a couple of really good lessons for everybody here that I really want you to take away from this because you might be listening to this and go, you, I can imagine for a lot of people it's going to be this little voice in the back of your head going, yeah, that's him, but not me. Yeah, 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 I couldn't do that. I couldn't, you know, Christmas, I've got these responsibilities or whatever. So number one is I want to say to you, that little voice that you can hear in your head, tell the shut up. Okay. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great point, by the way. The voice doesn't, is not actually, doesn't mean anything. The voice is just a prompt. You could say yes, you could say no. All it is is just, it's just checking in. That's it. And by the way, it could be five days, it could be 50 days. Like for me, I was just what I, I did, right? And I'm also yeah. competitive. So I wanted to kind of like, I got into it after a while. Like it was right. like, like a, a telethon or something like that with the thermometer going up or whatever. Like I was getting competitive, right? That was a bit insane. You don't have to write it in five days. I just did that because things are nuts around here with the baby. Yeah. I, I just, I wanted to do it so I could inspire other people to do it in, in chaos. Totally good. And you know what? There's, for me, there are three lessons that I'd really like to point out from people on this. So number one of them is, first of all, we talked about strategy and that you had used all different things as a format for getting your voice out there. But you had the aha on the book that you already know your demographic will really appeal to a book. And for me, a book works really well because it gets it into the audience of people who may not actively be searching online. It's another way to reach them. So it, this was not a bright, shiny object. So your first thing you've got to ask yourself is, I've got this inspiration. Do a double check to make sure, is this a bright, shiny object? I shouldn't be immersing myself. You know, should I put it in my book of great ideas? Um, or... Um, or I call it my book of squirrels because it's sort of like, oh, there's a squirrel. So should it go into the book of squirrels or should I action this now? So that's number one. The next thing then was I absolutely love batching. So like I, I create all of my content in batches because you get a certain energy and you can get on a flow. So I love what you've just demonstrated there is batching totally intent. Now, the other one that I really love how you said, for you, you're very competitive and so you kept on going. You wanted to do it in the short time. That was really important. Another good thing to know here is know your personality. So any kind of work that you have done on knowing your strengths, where you work well, is have a look at that because you, so for some people, that would stop them still, that whole idea of, but I've got to plan this. If, you're, if you know that the way that you work well is... I am a person that I am going to focus and make the most of this batching energy, but I am a person who, if I don't have my laid out plan and my calendar of where this fits in, I'm going to be so stressed out by the whole thing, I can't do it. Know that, but take action to get yourself organized and make it happen and batch it and do it quick. Otherwise, yeah, I love that. Taking at least a year to do a book. Your perfectionist voice will just keep coming in. You'll just want to make that part better. And yeah, yeah um, you have to you have to just keep moving forward. And one very important thing that worked for me is I made it easy for myself to create. Look, I didn't I didn't um, hibernate for, for five days straight. It was Christmas visits. It was the holidays. And so what I actually did was um, so I, I used a program called Scrivener. Um, which is a pretty popular uh, writing program, but I had it on this computer, I had it on my laptop, I had it on my phone, and they're all synced. Oh, so, so basically, and, and that that worked for me. Like if you if you gotta yeah. know, like you said, like you write on a piece of paper, like whatever works for you. The the most important thing in the first stage, because remember, it's just the first draft, right? Um, is you're getting it out there, 
and making it easy for yourself. If you write with pen and paper, have a pen and a piece of paper on every single floor of your house. Like have, have it everywhere because ideas would come to me. Uh, I'm, I'm frying up an egg. Oh, you know, oh my God, that's a great idea for a chapter. So I start writing, 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 writing. And that's synced up in all of my areas here. That is uh, you know, such yeah. a great productivity tip. I love that. That is really, really good because that's, yeah, because I know I'm just checking my time to make sure. I, I could honestly, I could talk about this. <laughs> um, yeah, I know when I write my own, my solo book that wasn't collaborative, um, I work, I like batching. So like you've described, but I'm also very organized, systemized. So I found for me, I had to have a spreadsheet, but I also had a folder because I'm very, I'll, or I like paper and I like pens, but it was yeah. all very, very systemized. But I had that, I carried both those things absolutely everywhere because I love how you said, you know, you're going to get your ideas, get it down. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to clog up your head. That is brilliant. Okay, so we've talked about, I love the idea of get your brilliance, focus on it now in that batching for that two week and keep that energy. That's knowing yourself super well. So the next step then, so if you've got your draft, and good page number, by the way, from somebody who made their book slightly too big and it costs a fortune to post it. Um, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good size number. Is yeah. What was the next thing? So you've got your book, you've gone from draft. What was the next steps to be able to get it so that you could actually get it to best-selling? Yeah, um, so in a nutshell, once the draft was done, um, it was basically... I'm going to, I'm going to find so two people who, um, so my customers who know my stuff, who they've had to hear me yapping away. They basically had to see this, all these like crazy hands and hear me talking about the same stuff over and over for years. And, um, I, I asked both of them to, uh, to read the book and give me feedback. And, um, so what I wanted to make sure of, cause I knew that I would take the feedback with a grain of salt. Uh, I knew I wasn't just going to incorporate everything blindly. Um, I wanted to just make sure that it sounded like me because look, wow. I don't, I didn't want the book to, to be stuffy. I wanted it to be funny. I told, I tell tour stories in there. Um, you know, I talk about Gene Simmons. There's some funny stuff in there anyway, but I wanted to talk like, feel like a conversation with me. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that it felt like me. So it was my voice and also that it communicated the same system that I've been, you know, telling these wow. guys for, for years. So that was the main thing I wanted to, to make sure of. I made some edits to, um, to the book. I also went through, I used um, pro writing aid um, instead of Grammarly pro writing aid. I just did a sweep um, of, you know, look, I understood it. This is not going to be a perfect book. I just want to make sure that I did due diligence. I went through um, I, and, and I, I got these guys to check it in. And then after that, you know, um, or, you know, I just, I got a formatter hired because um, I don't know how to do that for, for Kindle Why? and for, um, for, uh, for a paperback, I just, I don't know how to do that. And if I learn, which I'm happy to learn, it just takes too much time. I really wanted to make sure this thing could happen in a short period of time. So I hired a formatter on Upwork and, um, and then I also, I designed the cover. I just haven't had an idea for the cover. Well, I should show the book. Basically, um, this is the, one of the proof copies, but I designed basically this, um, it's three. The rule of three is so important um, in my life that there's three sections in the book. There's three sort of things, um, you know, three core um, sort of elements to the system. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's sort of the rule of three. So I, I did this and um, all, all the while boosting that obsession. Cause at any point you could sort of like, you could crash. I mean, you have to have a good support system um, in place and you have to have good wins, quick, quick little wins. Right. 
So um, I get, as the guys are reading the, um, the book and I'm giving the feedback or they're giving me the feedback, then I'm also uh, constructing and recruiting a launch team from my subscriber list and my customer list. Nice. And I'm putting together a launch team of people who want to get behind the scenes, look at a launch, um, be part of something cool. Because also the fact that I'm um, using all proceeds for uh, avoid cancer, be part of something that's actually going to change people's lives. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm in, in exchange, you know, treat them like gold. I'm, I'm giving them uh, the book for free, giving them goodies and just taking care of them. And I in love that. they're going to, they're going to share the book and, um, and, and spread the word and connect me with whoever, um, they can connect me with all that is happening at this, at the same time. That's what January was all about. Yeah. And that's what you took the longest period of time. I just want to just briefly say something on that strategy because this is something most people don't do. And a lot of times you can get focused on the product and get focused on getting it out there. Whereas the reality is, I mean, this podcast is called Romance Your Tribe. So a tribe, people want to be gathered around things. They want to be gathered around ideas. They will get attracted to a leader and the leader is a person who has the message. And so invite them in. Like Invite them in, Janet. You know, I've never seen I've never seen anything so crazy in my life. People, yeah. as soon as I announced that I was writing this book and like now I'm an author, everyone, they, yeah, just that, they wanted to be part of it. Then, and I'm giving all proceeds to, uh, to cancer. They want to be part of that. Everyone wants to be part of something special because yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying life is boring or anything like that, but a lot of times we can get into a mundane routine and, and being part of something that's, that's important and special. These are the things that people will say when they go visit, you know, their friend's house. Oh, you know, what are you, what have you been up to? I'm part of this awesome thing, this launch team. Yeah. You know, people want, want important things to talk about. They want that and, and they need that. It, it gives them, it gives them, makes them, makes them feel like what they're doing is, you know, it's purposeful. Yeah. I love that. That is, that is a, that's the whole thing of building tribe, building community. And then you've got that groundswell that allows it that, you know what, the book hasn't even been released yet. I've got it on pre-order. And you got it to number one. So yeah. how, so was that launch team essential for that happening? hundred percent. Yeah. Um, there, so, so everybody, they want to help out in any way they can. So, I mean, they're pre-ordering They're they're getting all their friends to pre-order. They're sharing it on their wall. There are some people are connected to some influencers and they pre-order, um, you know, they, they message out to their list. It's just, you know, when you do good work and you treat people well, they just want to help out. And so, Love you know, it. look, it doesn't even have to be like, I wanted to, I wanted to get the bestseller because um, it was just a bucket list goal of mine. And that, that I remembered since I was eight years old, I completely forgot. It's like, yeah, I wanted to be an author when I was a, a kid and I've reignited this, um, this spark. And, um, and basically, so I have, um, so bestseller was something that, yeah, I, I, there's a little strategy that I just want to share with that, but basically getting a bunch of people together, this person knows this person and this person knows this person. It's just, it's a network. So mm. you can't, I heard, I can't remember who said this, but um, they're saying that um, if you want to do something, um, if you want to solve a problem, what is it? Is uh, it's um, if you do it yourself, it's like two, two times effective or something like that. And if you want to um, solve a, a 10 X, the problem um, or 10 X, the, the solution, I'm totally butchering this, but you need to have, you need to have other people. It's yeah. basically, it's, it's saying that you can either go, go it on your own and try to do everything yourself. Yeah. But as soon as you add other people, it makes it exponentially um, more effective. And, um, and I truly understood this with uh, this book, this experience, because um, we hit bestseller 
it, I announced it at 9 a.m. and we were bestseller in the UK um, by noon. Um, and we were, we were also then in the US at 2 p.m. And then in Canada, it just took forever for Canada to, to, for the numbers to come in. That was like by 4 p.m., something like that. Um, and little, this is through little, Amazon Kindle or Amazon? This is, so this was, so Amazon Kindle, um, that's the only thing that you could pre-order, at least for new authors, so you could pre-order that. But right. the book um, is basically, it's going to be coming out in all formats. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's, I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah. but to, with bestseller, one, one thing that I made sure of is that you have to do good keyword research. You have to do good category research. Um, and what that means is just look at the categories that are relevant to your, your niche and, um, and look at what you're up against basically. And you can, you can kind of make your plan based on what's out there. It's don't be product focused as much be, see what's out there, get out there and see what's going on in the, in the outside world and, and start playing off of that. What are those titles? What are they saying? What's on their page? You know, things like that. Um, and so making sure that um, you, yeah, you, the keyword research and, um, and category research was definitely huge. That is brilliant. And, you know, that's one thing I found with um, when I've done campaigns to get, you know, to, to number one and done that with clients as well, is it's very much like SEO, like search engine optimization. You, you're going to get a much better chance of getting seen if you take the time to do your keyword, keyword research and look to make sure you get those categories and the words that, are not as competitive, but they're also ones that people are looking for. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I love that. It's not, it's not as hard. It's not as hard as it seems it's either. Not. Like, yeah, it's, you just have to get out there. Like I'll, I'll be, you know, honest, there's, there's, there's a little fear that of like getting out in the, in the, the, the real world where you search something and like sometimes I, I don't know if anyone else has this, but I'm kind of a little bit scared to like type in my idea and see that other people have that idea. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm shut down. Right. Um, yeah. But it's so important to, to put yourself out there. Um, like get your, get like search, you know, practice, less play more. Are there any other books called practice, less play more? And it's important to see what's related to that, the different books that are going to be coming up and mm -hmm. put yourself in the, the sort of shoes of the person who's searching for this thing. And yeah, anyway, I mean, getting to bestseller on, and the book's not even out. Yeah. That was just, I mean, a dream, dream come true. Yeah. I was completely bedridden, by the way, just as a, as a little tidbit. We were, by the time we got to UK, I was going to keel over. I got whatever my daughter, she went to daycare and I got whatever bug she brought home. And oh. so on, on Facebook, we've got like the airbrushed sort of life where everything's amazing and all that. But little does anyone know that I was actually like in fetal position on my phone, <laughs> updating stats and stuff. I'm just, I'm hoping that launch day goes much better um, health-wise than, uh, than pre-order day did. Yeah. And just answering that, you know, the, the questions that people have got when you said, you know, you, you'll do a search and you'll think somebody else has done this, you know, I won't be able to do it. You know, I always have this love, this reframe that I use and it's so perfect talking to a musician about this is, you know what, if you have a look at all of the number one hits, you know, they're usually a love song. And the top tens are usually a love song. And that has been for decades and decades and decades. There is always room for another love song. And totally. that can be your book. So, um, you know, it's just keep that as your, as your reframe if you've got yourself in your mind. And the other, other thing I just, so I might do a little bit of a wrap up now on some key points. One of the things that we've got here is like, number one, when you've got that concept, Double check, not bright, shiny object. Yep, this is absolutely a great idea. 
is my energy like totally focused on this now? If I try to do something else, is my mind going to be consumed by it anyway? Let's just get it done as much as we can and just stop perfection. Get, get, get it done. So there was that. Then there's the next side of, okay, I'm going to be systematically putting it all up so that, you know, it will be rating and I've got, you know, so you've got that systematic side of you. You're looking at your keywords. But then the magic comes when you actually involve a community, when you bring a tribe in. And one of the things, and that was what you were saying, was absolutely essential to the success of this launch. Now, one thing that I know whenever I've talked to people about this, about involving a community around something like launching your book very often people will go but i can't ask people to do that for me like it's selfish and it stops them from moving forward i loved how you said how this was such a gift to the people who were involved because it they really want the story they, they want to tell the story. We forget yeah. We forget that what, what are the cool things like for them to tell at a dinner party and, um, and to share on their wall. I mean, it's, it's super cool to be part of a project like that, especially that we all get to celebrate together, that we hit bestseller, we did it. You know, if we could all have the yeah. champagne, you know, going, it's, it's a, such a special thing. I couldn't have done it without, without people. And one very, very important thing of why you need um, a launch team is because those people on the launch team, they will give you your first reviews, four or five star reviews on Amazon. And between bestseller and Amazon having the, the reviews, basically it's going to uh, kick in the sort of the mechanism for Amazon to now um, put that up there. And it's just, it. it's, you need to have reviews because when other people come in there, you have the keywords and um, you know, the categories um, that you, you've ranked for you have to have those reviews because that's what gets people to pay attention. I buy on Amazon every single day and of course I look at the reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Before you decide to, I love it. Look, I think we could keep on going forever, but we'd better wrap up. <laughs> this has been a little bit longer, but we've just, honestly, you have given so many gems. I'm so grateful to you, Steve. And I know everybody that's listening, you know, if we look at the big themes that Steve has shared with us today, you know, we have shared about, you know, just that whole idea of reverse engineering from your lifestyle to what have I got to do? And then also, how do I beget excellence? So what can I be doing that's going to help me to become excellent at what I'm doing? Then we've gone to, you know what, sometimes, you know, sometimes life just, you know, the classic thing of give you lemons. So, you know, you don't have to make lemonade. You can just like make, make a margarita type stuff, you know, because... You know, you know, Steve's given a great example of that's what's, you know, started him with this new bit, with the business that he's doing. So that, you know, the problems can become the whys. And then the whole process of making the book when we've talked about that, you know, that more emotional side of here's my energy, here's my inspiration, I've just got to grab it, you know, using what you do well, bringing in a whole community to support you to do that, and then also tying that in with the things that really matter for you, which is around the music, which is around, you know, helping other people who are either suffering from cancer and the carers like you've been, yeah. you know, that are in there, like that whole thing, just like like people have got so many facets to their personality. Like when you were saying, Steve, wow, we could go everywhere. People have got so many facets to their personality. The same with your business. You know, you build a tribe and that's not just something linear. It's got this whole beautiful facet and all these different parts that are in it. And, you know, it's great to involve, involve people in that whole process. So I'm so grateful that you've been able to take us and show us how all of that looks when you actually 
allow yourself to just bring all of that in together. So um, my challenge to everybody here is, you know, look at those things that we've done today and look at your own business, your own wise, your own passions, what works for you, what and, and what lessons can you take from this. So moving forward, one of the best feed, things that you can do for Steve and for I is to give some feedback. So that could be wherever you're listening to this, you know, you know, we'd be very grateful for any reviews, of course, but also just contact Steve. You know, go over to voidcancer.com and he's got that contact there. You know, contact Steve and tell him, you know, what you loved about today um, and what things that you've taken action on, what ahas, because that's one of the most rewarding things you can do. Um, and Steve, we were talking beforehand about... Um, ways that you can help people from here on in. So would you mind sharing um, with that? So if people want to contact you more and be part of Steve's world? For sure, yes. Um, so when you go to voidcancer.com, um, underneath the video, there's a button that you can click and um, there'll be three options that pop up. There's uh, buy the book, there is buy the album, and then there's also contact me directly. And what writing the book has, uh, has done has actually inspired me to help experts to create a book of their own. And I just had such a blast doing it. You can see how I just light up and yeah, um, yeah. I want to help to light up and help other people, you know, achieve their bucket list goal. Because really, you know, what this does, this is your legacy. I mean, my life is in this book. And, um, and this is gonna outlive me. And this is it's something that I realized during the process. And I just, those lessons, those tidbits, how I feel, I wanna just help other people do that. So, um, so I am um, currently offering a free strategy session that if you are thinking about writing a book, if you're in the middle of writing a book, you got stuck in a rut, um, and you just need to be re-inspired, um, you know, just contact me and we'll have a chat about it and uh, see what, you know, where, where to go from there. Yeah, that's incredibly generous of you. So thank you so much, Steve. I've really, really enjoyed today. And um, yeah, we're going to talk guitar when we get over here. So maybe we'll have another one where Steve and I, we might do like a duet. Love it. Jam <laughs> session. Yeah, Zoom jam session. I'd love it. That would be super cool. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time, Steve. And everybody, I'm really looking forward to hearing um, the lessons that you've had from today. And share this around um, to anybody that you know that would really benefit from it. Okay, bye everybody. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.